Today, we get the honor and privilege of speaking and hearing Allison Shea's story. She is an advocate for the housing situation at Fort Hood. She used to work in a bank as a fraud analyst. Her family loves crafting, being outside, and as you'll hear in a minute, her family is one of her biggest passions in life. We are so excited to hear your story. Thank you so much, Allison, for sharing it with us today. Thank you for inviting me. Allison, um, before you experienced mold, can you kind of give us a brief snapshot of what your life was like? Yeah, we were an active family. Um, our oldest son was in so many different sports. He excelled in Taekwondo. He was a black belt. Um, he earned his black belt when he was eight. Uh, he, that was his passion. Um, we loved exploring. We lived, we've always lived close to national parks or for national forests, I guess. And we'd love hiking and being outdoors. We were an active family. We were always on the go. So how did that change? And if you wouldn't mind just sharing briefly your mold story with us. Yeah, um, we moved into our home on Fort Hood in December, well, December 31st of 2018. And within a month or so of moving in, we were all kind of feeling off. Um, and we just kind of chalked it up to Texas allergies. Everybody goes on about Texas allergies. And we had just moved down, from, moved back down from Ohio. Um, my husband was on recruiting duty in Northeast Ohio and the climates are drastically different. So we just kind of assumed we were adjusting. And as the time went on, we just weren't adjusting. <laughs> like we weren't getting better. Um, our youngest, he turned one um, a month after we moved in and he was so sick. There was twice that we narrowly avoided the hospital before like within the first two months that we were here because his breathing was so bad. And uh, then our oldest, um, he was nine, he was nine at the time, and he got pneumonia in June, which isn't normal. <laughs> I mean, we're Texas, we were in Texas, so it's not. So we started looking into um, having our house tested to find out what was going on, because we suspected that our house was making us sick. But then on July 1st of 2019, we woke up and Stephen was getting ready for PT and he woke me up. He's like, hey, um, you need to call maintenance because there's water coming through our ceiling. And it was like a waterfall, like it was just constant, like a shower head pouring. And um, so we called maintenance and they repaired the roof immediately. And we had a six, they called it a six to eight inch hole in our um, roof all the way through the decking that um, was letting all the storm water in because it had been storming for a couple of days at that point. And we don't know how long it had been leaking prior. Um, but they didn't open up the interior for two weeks. And once they finally opened up the interior of our house, um, the roof decking and the rafters and everything was black. It was all just water damaged. And there was fungus growing on the rafters. It was probably 
inch and a half, two inches tall. So I mean, it, it wasn't new. <laughs> um, so we, they repaired that and we went on about our business and they, we had an air quality test done the end of July of 2019. And it came back with 15 spores of stachybotrys in our oldest son's air. Um, so housing decided to displace us and do remediation. And that's where it all kind of went south. I mean, it had been going south, but um, they just didn't, we didn't trust that they were doing a good job and they couldn't back up that they were what they had done in the house. They couldn't provide us evidence and they refused, absolutely refused to do our um, clearance air testing. So we fought, I mean, we were still getting sick when we went in the house. Um, we had my husband's chain of command involved. We had um, Fort Hood Garrison was involved at that point, um, which is the post command. And, you know, we, my husband and I, we were still getting sick when we'd have to meet with them at the house. We'd leave with like migraines and we would just, I had rash, I get rashes when I'm exposed. Um, that's my quickest indicator. If I'm near it, my body breaks out. And uh, every time we were there. So they finally agreed to do a follow-up air testing um, but we still, <laughs> we still weren't satisfied because we still weren't healthy when we, we didn't feel well in the home. Um, so they did agree to finally displace us into, we were in a hospitality suite and they decided to make that our forever home. Um, and at that point we had contacted Texas mold inspectors and they came up and did an inspection on our first house. And it was, it was so much worse than I could have imagined. Um, but then right after that, our second house, um, I walked into the downstairs bathroom one night and it had been raining and there was water coming up through the floor tiles. And I happened to put my hand on the wall and my finger went through the wall. So we left that house <laughs> and moved into our third house in six months. And that house also now has mold actively growing in it. And we just moved in last night was our first night in our new safe house. We finally were able to move off post and we've brought the clothes on our back and a couple, a little bit more and that's it. And we're starting over. What, um, if I may ask, what, what kind of symptoms did your children have? Um, our, young, or our oldest started with the pneumonia, um, and, but his attention is, he doesn't focus anymore, ever, um, and just anger, the respiratory issues, um, constant rashes, constant. Um, if you, if I scroll through my phone, it's like random rash after random rash, because I try to document it. So we know kind of what's going on and they both just constantly have, we call them mystery rashes. I mean, we know what they are, but 
nobody's willing to diagnose it and say, hey, the mold did this. <laughs> um, because that's what we've run into is it's hard to get a diagnosis related to mold on anything. And, but uh, yeah, the rashes were the biggest for all what of about, us. What and about like, you? At respiratory, we've had migraines, um, loss of words. I can't hold a conversation to save my life, it seems like. Um, just cognitive. My cognitive function is horrible. Um, no focus. It took me like 45 minutes to put away a box of stuff yesterday that somebody had dropped off for us that a friend had brought over. And I was like, I can't focus to put this away. And it was just like a box of pantry stuff. And, um, but yeah, the cognitive, the brain function, fogginess, um, blurry vision, um, it's just been one thing after another. It's you kind of forget what it's like to feel healthy because you've been battling stuff for so long. Um, my joints are always like swollen and achy. I'm so sorry, Allison. I just, I'm okay. just sorry that y'all had to go through this. You know, this is y'all sign up to protect our country and we're not even protecting you guys yeah in the housing on your base yeah our the second house that we were in um they're actually doing a nine million dollar renovation project on those homes they're all built in the last 20 years and all of them have systemic issues there's 972 homes that they're having to completely like they all have systemic issues. You can talk to residents and they're like, yeah, we don't feel well. I'm like, okay, we'll check this spot in your house because they all leak right there. Mm -hmm. It's how they were constructed and they're actually doing, but they're not repairing. They're not remediating the inside. They're just repairing the leaks on the outside. The so they're leaving the mold there basically is what you're saying. They are. And isn't it true that you're also, a lot of those homes are, you're dealing with asbestos? Yes. The, those particular homes are newer, so they don't have the asbestos and lead-based paint, but the majority of the homes do. So you have water intrusions constantly. I mean, daily we have residents in our Facebook group reach out, it seems. And, um, so you have these water intrusions and then maintenance comes in and cuts open the wall with their little kids sitting there and it's asbestos. There's asbestos in the walls. There's asbestos tiles. Plus, you know, um, the home that we just left was built in the early seventies. I think they call it vintage. And <laughs> so, I mean, all of that's in there and a lot of the times the maintenance techs don't even know or they're not told or they don't understand the hazards maybe. Um, they're just following orders. 
Yeah. I mean, our second house, they came and opened up the one where I stepped in the water in the bathroom. Um, they came and opened up the wall and the guy was digging through the bag of building materials in my front yard without gloves or a mask or anything. And I mean, it's clearly black from the mold on it. And I'm like, do you know what that is? And we've since, um, I kept a piece of that drywall uh, <laughs> um, because I wanted to know what we were exposed to. And I just recently sent it off, sent a sample off to a lab and it's stachybotrys and aspergillus penicillium. And he was elbow deep with no PPE at all. <laughs> so. I'm really sorry. I, I mean, I've it's crazy. I, it is. I've never just, seen conditions mm -mm. like the conditions no. of these military base homes. They are absolutely toxic, not with just mold and mycotoxins, but asbestos and yeah. sewage too, level three water contamination. Yeah. Um, We've had sewage, raw sewage back up in our house, our third house. <laughs> Like we went through it all, it seems, and it's just never ending. Well, I guess it ended now because we're out. <laughs> but um, two weeks after we moved into our third house, the sewage backed up and he came out and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to clean it out this time. But if it happens again and they have to snake it and they find baby wipes, then they're going to charge you and it's going to be around $20,000. What? <laughs> and I mean... I laughed in his face. I felt so bad. But at that point, we had just left our, you know, we were just moving into our third home and we had lost everything at that point. We brought nothing with us from our first home. Yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have either. Yeah, I mean, we you have children <laughs> to watch out for and not just yeah. you. So we, <laughs> this is our third time or second time starting over in less than two years. Um, so we hadn't brought anything and we had actually asked to be reimbursed for that because it's not our fault that our house was, that we were moved into a home that was so riddled with mold and we had done everything right. I mean, we change our air filters every two weeks. We keep the thermostats, you know, set on their perfect range that housing tells you to and we clean constantly and but we still had mold growth and um, we wanted we asked to be reimbursed and we hadn't been we've still not seen any reimbursement at all on any of our belongings that we've lost and we've been married 12 years now and we've lost everything. I mean, everything that we owned was gone. I'm actually sitting on our new bed on the floor because we don't have a bed frame yet. <laughs> so, but we'll get there. I mean, look, we'll it's just, it's hard. It's hard. Well, when you found out it was mold causing you guys to have these symptoms and not being able to get better, how did you feel? Um. I was angry. There was a lot of anger. Um, my husband signed up to serve 
his country and we are, oh gosh, I think he's 16 years in and here we are. And they moved us into a home that's poisoning, poisoning us. Um, our kids were so sick. Our youngest, he wasn't talking when we moved out of our first house and within two months and he was 18 months old and he could, he didn't even have two words. And within probably two months, he had sense like he was talking and he just exploded. It was crazy. The difference in both boys after we moved out of the first house and, but I was angry. And then the more I looked into things, the angrier I got. Um, and you really do go through all the stages of grief. Um, it's devastating. I mean, our kids have, there's, they're amazing. I can't even, they're so resilient. They're so resilient. Um, but yeah, it, it's hard. <laughs> you trust that you're going, that they're going to take care of you because I mean, he signed up to serve his country and then that's what we get. Like, and it's, it's not just us. It's not just Fort Hood. It's all bases, but it was devastating. Um, when we got our lab results back from Texas mold inspectors, um, I cried a lot. Um, because it turned out that the 15 stachybotrys spores that they are first pulled out of Braden's room, um, Texas mold inspectors didn't pull any, like they couldn't find, he couldn't find any mold in Braden's room at all. All of that that was present in that first had been carried into his room from our toddler's room and from our bedroom. There was that much stachybotrys in the house. I think the wall samples had over 300,000 spores in them. It just, I mean, and then we had chitonium and aspergillus penicillium and like we had all the whole concoction. <laughs> um, so it was nice to know, like it was a relief to know that we had answers of what was making us sick in terms of I wasn't losing my mind <laughs> because you, I mean, when you're in that toxic environment, you really do feel like you're losing your mind. Like nobody believes you that it's the mold that can cause you to feel like that. And um, to know that that's what it was um, gave us a starting point to try to get our lives back. Do you mind me asking before mold entered your life and you became an expert in it, right? Like we all do yeah. start doing our research. Right. Did, was mold even on your radar before all this happened? No, I mean, not aside from make sure your bathroom's clean and don't leave your clothes in the washer. I mean, aside from that, no, it really had never crossed my mind. And now it's like you walk into a building and you're looking and even our 11 year old can spot suspect stuff. He'll walk in. He's like, no, mom, we can't go in here. 
Um, so the fun question for us, um, and this is this answer, please, is a huge shout out to everybody that has donated to Malachi's message because we started it because Emily and I have been through it, but the people that have given are the ones that were able to make this answer happen. So Allison, how did Malachi's message help your family? Um, it gave my kids a chance to be kids. Um, they received the toy replacement um, gift cards. And before we moved into this house, we went shopping and they were able to pick out everything. Um, our toddler went insane and <laughs> he's like throwing handfuls of Hot Wheels cars in the shopping cart because he's not had them. And um, yeah, it gave our kids life. I mean, that sounds silly, but the joy on their faces as they got to pick out all these new toys because they weren't I mean, we cleaned, I think, seven 33-gallon contractor bags of toys out of my oldest room and put on the curb a couple of weeks ago in prep of moving um, because they were contaminated again. And uh, so to see him going through and checking out all the new Nerf guns to figure out which ones he wanted because he couldn't bring his with him. It was, it was great. It was so good. And they've played nonstop since we got here. <laughs> it's been amazing. I cannot thank you guys enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, you're I'm going to be cry. Oh, yeah. If, um, because I know that you've become like an expert after all your research, Allison, you know, for, in regards to mold. If um, you could let everybody know one thing about mold, what would it be? Um, that it is a big deal. You can't just bleach it and make it go away. Um, that seems to be the most common misconception is just throw some bleach on it, scrub it, and you're good. And that's not the case. And with the mold comes the mycotoxins, and that's even a bigger issue because you can't see them, but they're there. And that's what hurts. Like, that's what affects you the most, in my opinion. Um, obviously, I'm far from an expert, but in our personal opinion or our personal experiences, the mycotoxins have made us sicker than seeing mold growing places, if that makes sense. Like our first house, we didn't have any visible mold, but we were so sick. <laughs> um, but it does, it is a big deal and it can't just be bleached. It, it needs to be remediated properly and just taking your stuff and leaving isn't enough. You just have to go. And that's hard. It's so hard to just walk away from everything. And, but your health is worth it. Um, our boys are worth it. That's, I mean, if it was just us, 
we might have fought it out longer. But um, our boys helped us. So worth everything we've been through, having them healthy. We're not there yet, but we're going to get there. It's a long road, but. I want to give you guys credit though, too. You said your kids are resilient and they are, I mean, we've all gone through it and we know, but part of that is the way you guys have handled it too. Your kids are resilient, but they've seen the way you guys have walked through it and that's part of their resilience. So you guys have done an amazing job. Thank you. We've, we fought, (laughs) we fought hard and I, we're exhausted. We're so tired of fighting. Um, but we'll continue to fight because we aren't alone and there's still over a thousand families living in toxic homes on Fort Hood and we'll continue to fight for awareness. And I mean, that's our biggest thing is, my biggest thing is awareness Um, because it is a big problem. It's systemic. It's not just at Fort Hood. It's not just our house. It's not just the army. It's military housing wide. And we were given a mold addendum that says, you know, your house may have mold, make sure you do these things to keep it at bay. And it's not how it works. <laughs> but we didn't know how toxic it could be until we were living the nightmare. Thank you so much. We, uh, man, we appreciate you and what you're doing. My goodness. We appreciate you guys. We, I can't even put into words how thankful we are for you, you all. I mean, just your, your knowledge. And then of course the toy reimbursement that was Braden cried. He opened the letter and he cried and He's like, mom, why are they doing this? Why, why, are, why are they letting us go buy toys? <laughs> because, because they know what you've been through. <laughs> I think because they know what you've been through and they've been through it too. And, um, but yeah. Yeah, was- my, my kids were very disappointed. They went with me to buy the gift cards and they thought we were also getting gift cards and going shopping for your boys. So on the way there in the back seat, they were making a shopping list of what they were going to buy for them. Oh. I said, oh, that oh. is so sweet. Um, would you want to pick out your own toys? Yes. Okay. So we'll let them pick out their own toys. But they were so excited because they've been through it. They were so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he, Braden did get two Steffies. So yeah. <laughs> she'll be happy to know that he, I saw her video that. So kids could buy stuffies and he, he did get those because he's a huge stuffed animal person. And he was so sad that he had to lose them all. And yeah, he got two stuffed animals yesterday. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to tell her that that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. We're excited to see how healthy you guys get now in this new home moving forward. We appreciate it. We're, we're excited to start rebuilding finally.